Blog Talk Radio.
High Frequency Radio Network. Sync up.
right, all right. I do want to say welcome to another episode of The Foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. I am your host, Soak L. It is a pleasure, an absolute pleasure to welcome you, like I said, to The Foundation. But we understand incorrect information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. So we're always looking to correctly apply correct information here at the foundation. Y'all know how we do. I want to get off, <clears throat> excuse me, get started off by saying all praises, thanks, and honors due to the creator and the ancestors. Definitely. But without them, we would not be here. I do want to say big up and big shout out to the big brother, Yusuf L. High Frequency Radio Network.com creator. He's the mastermind behind the whole dance. You know, I'm just I'm just here staying in my lane as best as I can. And I definitely, you know, want to shout out and say what's up to Big Brother Yusuf L. May have a surprise for you next week. Um, you know, but we'll see. Moving forward, welcome to the foundation.com. You definitely want to check it out. Definitely the spot where you can check out the email list. Go ahead and sign up. You can find the PDF section. There's a lot of, you know, free information in there. You know, do with it what you wish. You can find the Instagram page, social media pages like Twitter and Facebook. If you're into that, you can book a consultation. You can also make a donation all from the same spot. Welcome to the foundation.com, just like it sounds. Um, I love that. I love the website. I really do. Um, I don't build sites, but... The builders were exceptional, phenomenal. I do want to say peace to all the listeners. Definitely all the callers, live callers. Sub y'all peace. Definitely all those listening live on the internet, live listeners. You know, in any other way, how you listen live, I don't know. I want to say uh, peace to all the MP3 listeners, as well as all the archive listeners, the podcast listeners, and any of those people who are, you know, Sharing the show in other formats. I don't know, man. Yeah, hey. I definitely want to say peace. I want to say peace to all the trustees. Salute all those investing in their private education. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. Peace to the, you know, peace to the trustees. Um, I also want to say peace to anyone I've done business with in the private. Peace to anyone who has made a donation or sent well wishes or any type of current event or anything or somehow otherwise added to the foundation. <clears throat> Excuse me. Definitely want to say peace. And, you know, much appreciation. Definitely much appreciation. We're going to get into these current events and I'm going to get into the show three steps how to start your business tomorrow. Like maybe even tonight, this evening, who knows? You know, probably not though. You know, you need business, business hours. We can do it tomorrow. You know, it's, it's, that's no problem. I just want to, you know, really drive home the point that it's really easy and pretty simple to actually start your business and get it going. So with that being said, you know, let's jump into these current events because it's crazy, right? It always is. Where we at? Reuters. We already know, right? Fed cut the interest rates. So now the inter- now they're now they're dropping them. I'm, I've been doing, um, you know, these shows long enough to 
tell y'all that they was raising them and then to tell you, you know, they've been dropping them. So, Federal Reserve cut interest rates today. But the head of the U.S. Central Bank said the move might not be the start of a lengthy campaign to shore up the economy against risks, including global weakness. So it might not be, hey, might just be this one. This, you know, we're probably just going to do this one. We're probably just going to cut this one time. <laughs> and that's going to be it. You know, check it out. Fed Chairman Jerome Powell cited signs of a global, global slowdown, simmering U.S. trade tensions, and a desire to boost too low inflation in explaining the central bank's decision to lower borrowing costs for the first time since 2008 and move up plans to stop winnowing its massive bond holdings. Uh, let me be clear, quote, it's not the beginning of a long series of rate cuts, end quote, Powell said in a news conference that the Federal Reserve released its statement and latest policy. At the same time, he said, quote, I didn't say it's just one rate, quote, rate cut, end quote. So he, did, he didn't say it's just one rate cut, but he's being clear. It's not the beginning of a long series of rate cuts. Like, what, fam? Financial markets had widely expected the Fed to reduce its key overnight lending rate by a quarter of a percentage point to the target range of two to two and a quarter percent. But many traders expected clearer confirmation for the forthcoming rate cuts. U.S. President Donald Trump, who has repeatedly, who, I'm sorry, who has repeatedly attacked the Fed's policy stance under Powell and demanded that it push through big rate cuts, said on Twitter, the Fed chief let us down by not telegraphing that an aggressive easing was coming. All right. So I'm, I'm going to stop there. Y'all can check this out. This is on Reuters. Fed cuts interest rates. Signals it may not need to do more. And, you know, hold on. Let me be clear. It's not the beginning of a long series of rate cuts. I want y'all to keep that in mind. Note, note, note the date. Note that, you know, hey, this is probably going to be it. This, they're only going to cut this one time moving forward. Still on Reuters. U.S. China to keep talking on trade after little progress in Shanghai. U.S. and Chinese negotiators ended a brief round of trade talks today with little sign of progress and agreed to meet again in September, prolonging an uneasy truce in a year-long trade war between the world's two largest economies. Look, telegraphing. I, you know, I made I made uh, some predictions. I think the majority. <laughs> My predictions have come to be correct. You know, there's a couple, there's a couple where I, you know I didn't see, but I don't, I don't really think I don't really think this this is gonna be resolved. And if it is gonna be resolved, it's not gonna be resolved before you know the presidential you know, whole thing gets figured out. And who you know who's the next president of the United States. But moving forward, the talks were the first face-to-face meetings since United States President Donald Trump and Chinese President Xi Jinping met in June and agreed to get negotiations and negotiators back together to try and find a way out of the dispute. The White House and China's Commerce Ministry each described the meetings in Shanghai as constructive, but neither announced any agreements or goodwill gestures that might have cleared the path 
to more substantive future talks. The two governments have levied billions of dollars of tariffs on each other's goods, disrupting global supply chains and roiling financial markets. The International Monetary Fund has warned that the trade dispute will shave uh, 2% off global output. Concerned that the lack of progress could point to a protracted trade war weighed on global markets today. Two people familiar with the talks said they focused largely on goodwill gestures, including Chinese purchases of U.S. soybeans, pork, ethanol, and other commodities. And U.S. moves to relax restrictions on sales to Chinese telecommunications giant Huawei. Huawei. That's how y'all pronounce that. I got it. I finally got it. The month-long delay until the next meeting gives both sides time to take action on these commitments, um, the Washington-based sources said. U.S. Trade Representative Robert uh, Lighthizer and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin left China with little in hand save a pledge to keep talking following a half-day meeting and a working dinner at Shanghai's historic Fairmont Peace Hotel. Uh, you know, hey, we'll see what happens, right? We'll see, you know, hey, just remain, I remain optimistic. Why not? I don't, you know, I don't see any real specific reason to think things aren't going to be all right. Hey, at the, I mean, hey, let's just see what happens, right? But I just don't think it's going to be handled between now and the next election. <clears throat> Dow drops 330 points in worst day since May after Powell hints rate cut not the start of a trend. So the, the market's like, if they didn't like that, you know, you're not dropping more, you know, hey, not dropping more interest rates. So stocks dropped today as the Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell dampened hopes for further rate cuts later this year. The stock market seemed disappointed with Powell's performance, perhaps because while Powell did not suggest this was a one-and-done cut, there was no overt messaging that a September cut is guaranteed. This is Don Ellenberger, Senior Portfolio Manager at Federated Investors. Fed cut the rates by 25 basis points, matching market expectations. The central bank cited global developments along with muted inflation as reasons for easing monetary conditions. Isn't that crazy? I think that's crazy. I find it interesting. However, Powell told reporters in news conference following the Federal Open Market Committee's rate decision that the central bank's rate cut was mid-cycle adjustment, hinting that further rate cuts later this year are not a sure thing. That refers back to other times when the Federal Open Market Committee has cut rates in the middle of a cycle, and I'm contrasting it there with the beginning of a lengthy cut cycle. That is not what we're seeing now. That's not our perspective now, Powell said. You have to look at not just the 25 basis point cut, but look at the committee's action over the year. We started off the year with some rate increases. We blah, 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 blah. We talked about blah, blah. We'll see if they keep cutting rates. That's, that's all I'm saying. But, you know, hey, the stock market's down. I think that's significant. 10-year yield declines after Fed cuts rates. Calls reduction a mid-cycle adjustment. 10-year bond is down. U.S. government debt yields whipsaw today after Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell said that the central bank's quarter-point rate cut was simply a mid-cycle adjustment. 
I'm sorry to laugh. Look, I mean, okay, let me jump into this real quick. So what happened? What happened? Okay, so the banks, the banks bailed out what Wall Street? What happened? What happened last time? Who did the banks? The banks bailed out the companies, right? Corporations. The banks bailed out somebody. Or the government bailed out the banks. That's what happened. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got it backwards. It's confusing. Sorry, I'm confused as well. So the government bailed out the banks, gave them a bunch of billions, of, you know, stimulus and all that stuff. Right. <laughs> so what happens after that? You know, a lot of people lose a bunch of their 401k and stuff. Right now, um, you got um, 401k managers, institutional investors, those investors who are doing this passive mutual and these target funds. So these passive mutual funds and these target funds, they're tied to global bond indexes. What am I saying? Okay, look. A lot of people who work have retirement accounts, IRA accounts, 401k accounts, institutional investors. Like a lot of those funds are set up, your 401ks and IRAs are set up in some sort of passive mutual fund or some sort of target market fund or something like that. And a lot of them, over 60, what is it, like 60, over 61% of these uh, holdings of these institutional investors, these 401ks and IRAs, traditionally, what's going on, are holding these inflated corporate stocks where smart money is getting out right now. You know, the only buyers of the movement of these sellers is this, these institutional investors. People don't understand that this is actually a form one, and it looks good. It looks good because it's going, it's going, it's going, it's going. And like, man, you know, every time I get my statement from my 401k, there's just more and more in there. And, you know, like you like to see that. But in all honesty, I mean, when the market's due for a correction, that correction is going to trickle down to everything, all of the products within the market, including stocks, bonds, ETFs, so on and so forth. Those things that are held in these funds that are, you know, controlled by these fund managers who are doing what? Catching the wave. If they can show, you know, these big, these big companies and these 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 these, these other, in, you know, ooh, whatever, you know, what I'm saying it, it could be other pension funds for fire departments, whoever. They can show them that they're making these big uh, returns on their, you know, on their, you know, on their accounts. It looks good for these fund managers, right? Okay, but what happens? It, if there's a correction, I'm not even gonna say no, you know, burst bubble. I'm just saying, you know, what if there's a correction? I think that's significant. I think that's something to think about, and I think it's, you know, it, it's, you know, it might behoove most people to, you know, really investigate, you know, what is the predominant funds, you know, uh, allocation, or you know, product, paper product allocation with regards to my 401k or my IRA. And, you know, is there any way that I can self-direct that? And if I can self-direct that, can I get some gold and silver and hold that as a, you know, as a hedge against any, like, paper volatility? I think it's important, especially when you got these – all this stuff is popping off. The the rate – like, look, if they're lowering interest rates, then 
if I can get a better interest rate somewhere else with my money, and your country's lowering them, like if y'all gotta, hopefully y'all see what I'm trying to say, man. I know I kind of go around stuff kind of when I talk, but hmm, hmm. What do we got? CNBC dollar hits two-year high after Federal Reserve cuts interest rates by a quarter point, as expected. What? So the dollar is up. Y'all figure this out. The dollar index hit a two-year high today as the Federal Reserve cut interest rates after blah, 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 blah. We all know this right over the weekend. Some are expecting the Fed to leave the door open for further cuts or even a 50 basis point cut after today's meeting. So the less dovish stance sent, sent U.S. stocks to session lows and the dollar index to more than a two-year high. Just off the Fed signals and hopes and dreams, man. Messing with people's money. I'm telling you. As long as you, hey, go over the long haul, blah, 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 blah. like, all right, man. You say over the long haul. Oh, uh, well, the stock market traditionally over the long haul, you know, over the last 100 years, traditionally turned, returned 7%. Well, you're talking about, you know, 100 years. That's multiple generations, stuff. So, you know, I've seen multiple, I've seen at least one generation where they was toe off. And your little 100 year average don't really, you know, talk about these, you know, these specific generations that were tore off due to your, you know, whatever, yo. Asia, Asia stocks set to track. U.S. sell-off after Fed markets wrap. This is Bloomberg, okay? So Asia, sto- Asia stocks set to track U.S. sell-off. So the Asia stocks are going to follow the United States stocks sell-off. But I said, who's buying these stocks that are being sell-off? A sell-off in U.S. stocks is poised to extend to Asia after Chairman Jerome Powell dented hopes the Federal Reserve is poised to continue easing after delivering the first interest rate cut in over a decade. The dollar rose with two years with two year US Treasury yields. Japanese, Australian, and Hong Kong futures pointed to losses, while US contracts slid in early Asia trading after the S P five hundred index closed one point one percent lower. Powell said the quarter point cut amounted to a midterm policy adjustment. Oh, yeah, it's nothing. It's like when I'm driving down, you know, if we drive in the car, you know, I don't know, you're trying to press a girl or something, you know, and your stuff, making noise and stuff. And she's like, what's that? You're like, oh, it's nothing. But really, you know, you're hoping your oil pan just didn't fall off and you don't get embarrassed. I don't know. Feeling, uh, fueling speculation, the central bank is not necessarily at the start of an easing cycle. The S&P 500 had falling as much as, as much as 1.8% intraday after the Fed chairman said the Fed hasn't ruled out further cuts. President, <laughs> President Donald Trump said in a tweet, Powell let us down with the size of the rate cut. <laughs> Fed punch features showed less easing and is now being priced in by the markets that have been expecting almost three-quarter point cuts this year prior to the meeting. The hope for a cycle of cuts had pushed stocks to all-time highs and, <laughs> and sent t- 10-year rates dipping below 2%. Markets turned volatile. As Powell signaled, the Fed is in no rush to continue with easing unless warranted by data, the central bank earlier voted. With two officials dissenting to cut rates as predicted by most investors and economists. 
So what do they, I mean when they say, oh, whoa. Uh, stocks went down because the market had priced in that we were going to drop interest rates by 50 points, not 25. That's what's going on. It's not really a big deal. Don't worry about it. The British pound is starting to resemble emerging market currencies. It isn't just happening in the United States. This is a global thing that's going on. This is Bloomberg. Pound's correlation to emerging currencies in most since 2016. Sorry, in the British pound is increasingly resembling gyrations typically seen in emerging markets. While the UK currency is heading for its biggest monthly slump since October 2016 amid growing chances of a no-deal Brexit, its 90-day correlation with a gauge of developing nation currencies has risen to the most in almost three years. Given the U.S. dollar's continued strength and the shared vulnerability to political risks in the U.K. and developing nations, this relationship may get more attention (laughs) in the weeks to come. I don't know what you think about it. I don't know how you feel. I know that. Ooh, my bad. I know that for me, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting how things are explained. Like, oh yeah, you know, it's just a, uh, it's just a market. Uh, <clears throat> but real quick, last but not least, and let's jump into the show. What we got here? What we got here? Oh, okay. So this is the uh, CFTC, U.S. Commodities Futures Trading Commission. Two former precious metals traders admit to engaging in spoofing and manipulation at New York banks. U.S. Commodity Futures Trading Commission today issued two orders filing and settling charges against former precious metals traders at separate financial institutions who entered into formal cooperation agreements, formal cooperation agreements with the CFTC's Division of Enforcement. Mm, wrote it down. It's formal. We're going to cooperate and admitted to spoofing and manipulative conduct in the futures markets. So that would be. So if you look at spot price of silver, the spot price of gold, if you look at the price of gold and silver, what you're seeing is the spot price. You know what I'm saying? 14, 16, whatever is, what, you know, what's it at? 16 bucks now, silver? Silver's popping. And gold, they're like 1400 right? So that's really the uh, paper price or the contract price. It's called the futures markets. So these fools is admitting, not, even, not just banks, it's individual, you know, representatives of banks. It's tough. They're admitting to manipulating the, the markets. And I think, you know, as this information continues to come out, and that's all I'm going to say about this, but as this information continues to come out, you're going to continue to see correction in the precious metals prices. And, you know, I think it's time, you know, get your hands on some silver, get your hands on some gold. There's a lot of different ways to do it. But like I said, this is a Commodity Futures Trading Commission. I get uh, uh, the emails through the foundation, foundation we signed up to receive different emails from different uh, government institutions. So, uh, with that being said, moving forward, and this is last, this is from, once again, the Commodities Futures Trading Commission. It's a re- uh, this is release number 7931-19. This is uh, Market Risk Advisory Committee. Uh, it's discussing climate-related financial risk. So, they met June 12th. And at the meeting, they focused on climate-related financial risks. 
and they were going to discuss in a series of panels, they discussed the impact of climate change on the future stability of the global financial system. Check this out. Current domestic and international initiatives addressing financial risk related to climate change, financial industry approaches to the management and mitigation of such risks, including key risk management governance and disclosure considerations, and the challenges ahead for regulators and market participants in the derivatives industry. You know, throw that in there when you talk about derivatives. I mean, this stuff is it's hard. There's a lot of stuff going on, and it's hard to pay attention to everything. But, you know, hopefully, you know, we're here, High Frequency Foundation, you know, doing our best to keep you as, as informed as we possibly can. You know, as, for, as informed as I possibly can. As I possibly can. You know, so with that being said, you know, I appreciate you. That's, that's the end of current events. And we're going to get into this show. So welcome to the foundation, y'all. So I do want to speak on, you know, it's, it's, you know, the, you know, definitely <laughs> the three steps for this. We were talking about three steps to start your business tomorrow. I've done shows similar to this. You know, I always think it's important because a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of times that we don't do anything. We don't even try because we feel like maybe it's going to be very uh, a tough, you know, or cantankerous, you know, feat something like very difficult and um, you know I understand you know, that stuff happens and, but at the same time it's very uh, it's very uh, it's not good how about that it's, it's, it's very bad to have these types of mentalities and not make it attempts um, at trying something or you know trying something new or trying something that you may not uh, have too much confidence in yourself to do. You know, um, successes and little successes, successes, if you allow them to, they build confidence. And you don't really have or achieve any type of, you know, success where it's small or large, you know, without trying. And the crazy thing about trying is the more you try, the more you and the more you succeed, the more confidence you get. So confidence and you know success kind of go hand in hand. But also, you know, through attempts, you're gonna fail. And it's it's when we fail and how we come back and if we come back, you know, to the challenge is you know how really how we're defined, our character is defined or shown to be more specific. So I like to do these shows, you know. Um, uh, you know how how to you know start your business in three steps. Hold on, let me try this over. Let me try this over. Let's uh, see what it sounds like. There we go. And then this microphone supposed to push this and this.
Alright, so I guess that didn't work. So, um, yeah, that's a, that's a negatory on that microphone. Um, but yeah, uh, so I like to do these every once in a while. I do. I really do. Just because I like to keep it, you know, fresh in people's minds. And, you know, I like to, to remind people, you know, how simple it's, it's not easy, but it's at the same time, it's not difficult at all, in my opinion, to, you know, start a business. It's, uh, it's, it's easily achieved, but we do have to understand that, you know, out of 100 businesses that begin, that are starting, within two years, only 10 of them are left still operating and, you know, paying all their bills and whatnot. And then after, I guess, like three more years, I think it is, only one of those businesses. So out of 100, only after five years, you're going to only really see one business that is, you know, successfully continuing to operate after its inception. And what that tells someone like me is, okay, so, man, I'm going to have to run a couple, you know, I'm going to have to run a lot of businesses. <laughs> or have experience in a lot of businesses in order to get to a point where you know um, I run into something successful and to some other people they'll be like well you know if that's the case then you know I'm not going to even I'm not going to try because you know what's the likelihood of you know me being one of the people who you know who succeeds in, in business. And, you know, that's a defeatist mindset. You want to keep away from that because you ain't going to try. If you don't try, then you never have the option to succeed. And that's something to keep in mind. You got to take the shot. You ask basketball players how many times you've taken that shot. And they'll tell you, man, it's a house. You got to take a shot, especially when it comes to business. So, you know, that buying state, you know, I'm looking to. I guess diminish in people and cultivate a mind state of I can, I can do this, I got this. And if you, you know, we ever get to a position where we're really concerned with, you know, getting something done, or if we can get something done, we don't think or or speak like that. We speak, okay, so how can I? Which keeps optional open, which keeps you thinking and being creative. So with that being said, three steps, start your business tomorrow. First step, number one, super easy. You can do it by actually physically going to the Secretary of State of your state, or you can do it online. I haven't seen a state yet that does not allow you to incorporate a corporation like an LLC specifically. I'm more familiar with LLCs and to you know to incorporate or register an LLC online at, at any, any I haven't seen a state that doesn't allow it yet and everyone that I've consulted now, now I've seen states where they make it very difficult to find not only the documents but also you know the place where they do it online and even the place where they send the documents and how much the fees are and stuff so you know, you're going to have to take your time. It may take you a couple minutes if you're doing it online. 
to find the place at your Secretary of State's website, excuse me, website that corresponds with, you know, you filing, you know, the articles of organization for your, you know, limited liability corporation or your company or whatever. Now, there's different fees. Every state is different. And I've seen fees as low as $50, $55. I've seen fees as high as 600 bucks, and, you know, different types of stuff. Um, Illinois is expensive. If you're in Illinois, I, 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 you know what I'm saying? I holler at me getting trustee trained. You know, I can't tell you no. With a trust, you just get the IN, go in the bank, wow, open a trust account, do your dance. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, you know, I think California, they have like this corporate tax at the end of the year that ends up being pretty pricey. Other than that, you know, it's relatively cheap. You know, um, some jurisdictions, it'll be 100 bucks, 150 bucks um, to do it online, expedited, so on and so forth. It's up to you. But it's relatively cheap. You know, some of y'all be like, well, so I don't get paid tomorrow. Okay, well, I, you know, it's 100 bucks, 125 bucks when you do get paid. You know, and you might get paid, you might have to get paid a couple times. So maybe that's not for you as far as starting your business tomorrow. But even if it's not, is that going to stop you? But if you got to save up from two paychecks in order to start your business, in order to incorporate, I checked this out. A lot of jurisdictions, once you get the business incorporated, it doesn't cost anything to maintain the status. So as long as you renew it on time and in a timely manner, you don't have to pay for the renewal ever for the corporation. Some states don't work like that, but most of them do. They just want you to pay the incorporation fee at one time, and then after that, you're gravy as long as you renew at the proper times. That's cool. So you know, think about it like that. You know, a lot of times it's going to be a one-time deal. You know, $100, $55, $150. Depends on the state, like I said. Depends on the state, how much they charge for incorporation of, you know, your LLC or, you know, your corporation. Depends on how you're going to do it. It's up to you. And what specific entity you're going to use. I can't give legal advice, so I can't tell you what entity. I'll just say I'm very familiar with LLCs. That's what I can say. I'm, I'm pretty. I'm, I'm kind of familiar with partnerships. I don't, I don't really do those dances. I, you know, hey, do a partnership. It might be with a trust and a corporation, and, and the partners will be a trust in the corporation or something like that. But you know, as far as like an individual, yeah, you know, partnership, not, nah. But I'm, I'm very familiar with LLCs. You know, so that's what I'm familiar with. I can't give you legal advice to tell you which, <clears throat> excuse me, which entity you want to use. But you know, like I said, you can incorporate. A lot of times, you can do it online. You do it right away. Uh, if you don't have a printer, you can save the file um, on your computer, on your laptop. You can save the file, and then you can email. A lot of times you go to uh, these print shops, like what is it? Um, Kinko's, uh, which is FedEx office now. But, I mean, when I was coming up, it was Kinko's, and it's hard for me to say, you know, in order to, for me to remember that it's FedEx office, I got to remember that it was Kinko's first. It was old school like that. My bad. They got FedEx office, they got Office Depot, they got Office Max. A lot of these print spots, you can go to them. They, they cost money, though. You know, maybe a couple dollars or something. But you can go to them, 
or call them and be like, okay, so can I email you documents and y'all print them off? And they'll be like, yeah, we can do that. So they give you an email and you just email the documents to this email. And you, when you get there, they'll print off the documents for you. So if you don't have a printer and some people are like, man, I ain't got no printer. So you know what I'm saying? And then the secretary of state is way over here. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, like, look, you can figure it out. There's always a way. For real. So if you, if you for real, if you, if you, if you download the files to your computer, you can email the files maybe to your phone, your phone email, or just you know put it in a draft or something, and then email it to the print spot. All of them got their emails. All of them. Then just go to the spot, pay a couple bucks, they'll print off your um, certificate of organization, you know, the articles of organization and stuff for your, for your company. They'll print it off. You don't need a printer. I'm trying to tell you, you don't need a printer. You know, you need like 10 bucks in an email, which you already got because you got a phone. So that's step number one. Step number two is get an EIN. You got to get an EIN. Work for the you know for the company the the corporation for the LLC for the company for, you know trying to say three things at the same time but you definitely got to get an EIN and in order to get an EIN there's two ways to get an EIN that I'm I'm familiar with when it comes to you know corporate entities and those two ways are from you know uh, you send in a paper SS form S, I'm sorry SS four. You fill it out, and it's a request for uh, an employer identification number. And then the other way is to do it online. You can go to irs.gov and apply for an EIN online. Bummer is, you know, we used to be able to do it a certain way. We can't. Sometimes you're going to say it, but, you know, you got to give them a Social Security number for the responsible party. But, you know, you can definitely, definitely um, obtain the EIN online. It's not hard. It's a process. Don't worry about it. If you make a mistake, start over or you can, you know, you can correct it. But basically, you just put in the name of the business that you just incorporated, you know, the date, the address of the business. You can even use your home address if you have to. You don't have a business address or I don't have a corporate address, like so said in the one business credit episode. It doesn't matter. You can change it. You can change it later. All you got to do is um, do an amendment. And a lot of times, an amendment for a corporation is only 20 bucks. And you can amend the corporation when you do get a corporate address and then when you're starting to get business credit. You can do it then. I'm saying, like, just because you don't have a corporate address doesn't mean you can't incorporate so you give them the address to the corporation, even if it's a home address, it doesn't matter. And you know, uh, they ask the you know the responsible party and whatnot, and then they will they will issue an EIN, you know, for your LLC for your for your entity. And you know that's important. You know, um, a lot of a lot of times you can get a state EIN, and you know, this is you know. 2.3, I mean 2.1 Step 2.1 Is getting a state EIN The state of, you know, state of Mexico Or, you know, 
say New Jersey, whatever. There's state EIN as well. And because there's a state revenue company, you know, state revenue, you know, like New Mexico state revenue and so on and so forth. And because it's a corporation created by the state statute, it may be subject to state taxation. And I can't give legal advice. I'm not an attorney, not a lawyer. I can't give you none of that. I don't do none of that. I don't do that dance. Why would I do that? Why would I go to school and get all that debt and, you know, be be handcuffed? Why would I be an attorney? Why? So I don't do that. But I'm just saying, though, it's a state entity, right? So, you know, it's quite possible that, you know, it's required that it gets a state EIN, you know. It's a state, not not S-state, not E-state, S-state. State, just S-T-A-T-E, the state of. They have EINs, and they can issue your, your company. You need those if you're going to do the state uh, taxes. If you're going to have uh, a CPA do your, your taxes, your corporate taxes, maybe you don't need, you know, maybe maybe they'll get it for you. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I can't give you legal advice. But a lot of people miss that. A lot of people miss the federal EIN. They get that. But a lot of people miss the state EIN. You know what I mean? So hopefully, you know, I stepped on some toes of people trying to withhold information out here in the public. You know what I'm saying? With that one. So number two is get your federal EIN. If you want to take it a step further, get your state EIN. A second step of starting your business tomorrow. I mean, you you can jump online. You can say, let's say you live eight hours from the Secretary of State of, you know, California, because California is a very large state, and the Secretary of State is located in the capital. So you might not live close to the capital, but if you have an internet connection, which I'm pretty sure you do, you can log on to the Secretary of State website and file the incorporation the incorporation documents electronically. Step number two is get the EIN, um, the Internal Revenue Service, IRS.gov, or fill out the form SS4, paper form request, send it in the mail, wait for them to send it back to you. Step number three, I wonder if, I wonder how many people know what I'm about to say as far as step number three goes. That, that was very much interesting. Before I say step number three, I do want to take a small caveat. Caveat? Oh no, I think that's a, the etymology of that word, maybe French or something. I don't really know how to say it. What I'm going to say is this: We've got automation coming. We've got cars that are driving themselves. We've got uh, semi trucks that are driving themselves. We got Flippy the Burger flipping robot. We've got. Uh, these robots that vacuum your, and sweep your floors while you're gone, they just ride around your crib the whole time, sweeping your floors. We've got uh, all types of automation going on. There's a lot of trading, like stock exchange, stock trading. A lot of that stuff is automated. And they're bots. We've got. A lot of times you call the 800 number for whatever, you know, if you're calling a cable company or you're calling your cell phone company 
or whatever. You talking to a robot that can pick up on human speech. You got uh, Echoes and Hey Googles and Siri's all over the place. The digital assistants, all this, this, this stuff is changing is what I'm trying to say. And it's changing fast. And I think things are starting to move back to some old school type, type stuff. Some family business type stuff I really believe this This is a big part of why I do what I do I feel like we, We're going to have to become self-sustainable As communities Not families because I don't, I don't know how a family Can become self-sustainable Without it being a multi Multiple generations on a lot of land With water and resources And you know animals and so on and so forth Farm like all that stuff But I'm sure it's possible I'm sure it exists But from our from our perspective, we got to get back to some some sort of self-sustaining community. Okay, so in a community, who's going to build the houses? Who's going to do the shoes? Who's going to make the shoes? You know, cobble the shoes. Who's going to you know install the wood floors? You know, um, who's going to grow the food? Who's going to be the butcher? Who's going to raise animals? Who's going to teach the children? Like, I think it's time to start really getting on that stuff and maybe getting back and forth. Of, you know, maybe letting the state teach our children everything that they're supposed to know about the public, and being more self-sufficient as a family unit. First and foremost, of course, but being more self-sufficient as a community is equally important, if not more. Well, I guess I would say equally because you got to be self-sufficient as a family and have those families make up the community. So it's equal. <clears throat> and in order to do that, we all got to get on something. All of us or most of us. And like, not all of us can start a business. And maybe not everyone that's listening can be a trustee and, you know, administer estates and stuff. So you haven't hit me up for trustee training. I understand that. And not everybody can, you know, run a business. And I understand that. Do business plans. And it's just too much. So come on, man. Just give me the 12 steps and let me do that. And I get it. I get it. But in every family, there's at least those people, there's like two or three people that can do that stuff. And maybe your job isn't for you to do it. Maybe it's for you to get it, to prepare the way or get it, um, you know, um, in in an easier position for that other family member to, to do that dance, for lack of a better term. But either way, I'm a firm firm believer that every family should have some sort of family business period and I firmly believe that the leveraging of corporate credit allows you to less concern yourself with individual credit and the proper building and leveraging of corporate credit can change your life in a matter of 45 to 90 days. It can absolutely change your life. Especially if you know what to do afterwards. A lot of people don't know what to do with a large windfall of money. Where to put it? Where can I put it to work to the best of its ability for my families? Not for me. Arbitrarily for my family, for 
multiple generations for as long as possible. How do I do that? What structures do I need to do that? I truly believe that the corporate structure is part of that, of those structures necessary to do that. Now, can you can a family get along with doing business through a trust? Yes, but it still has to be business. And a lot of times, trusts that um, actively do business in the public um, have a, resemble corporations and only stand on their trust nature when it comes to governance um, externally and internally. And in all other aspects, they resemble corporations. And, and these trusts have business credit and all types of stuff. Because uh, I'm telling you, you can build business credit on the trust. It's just not easy because you reach a certain level where they start requesting certain documents for underwriting for credit. <laughs> and when you get to that level, you send them the properly constructed trust indenture or abstract or short form or however you're doing it, they're going to be like, nah, nah, we're good. <laughs> we're good. Unless the trust has property actual tangible assets that they can encumber, like, just, you know, really get their hands on. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And having a structure that is public-facing, you know, um, able to partake in the stream of resources or income that are all in the public, is very important for a family. That these these are jobs that you can that that your heirs can inherit because the business has been created and grown through the family by the family. It's tough because everybody wants to do their own thing and there's a lot of ego caught up in stuff these days. But you know, trustees found you know trustees for a foundation though. The majority owner of a corporation is in private hands. Notice how I said in private hands. And always stays in private hands. I think that's that's important. Um with, it don't matter if the fan, if y'all do shoes. You got, we've gotten to a point where you know it's it's people want to have glamorous um, jobs and glamorous you know um, careers and stuff. But I mean, there's I know there's families that have been morticians for generations. Send their children to college. Buy houses, have children, all that stuff, but they morticians, man. We probably should think of a family business that is needed, a service or good that is needed, and expand on it. And this is why I'd be like, yo, we really need to get into at least some sort of corporate form, if not for the business credit only and for you know any other the potential benefits that may exist 
Now, I'm not saying, oh, yeah, get into a public club. No, I mean, not really. Obviously, you want it to be, you know, held privately. And y'all, you know, know what I'm talking about. But to me, this is very important. This is this is what's another thing that's what's missing. Back in the day, they would blow up our businesses and then open their businesses that was just like our businesses. And it's pretty much in the same spots a lot of times. A lot of times in the same exact spots. So, you know, it's it's I mean, a flower company. There's so many different companies. There's so many things you can do. I know this guy on YouTube, this dude, like, buys and sells luxury watches and, and does a bunch of YouTube videos on his uh, second-hand, sometimes third-hand, high-end supercars. Most people don't know the difference from the years and the, and the models and stuff. And he just does videos on these them And people be watching millions. He be getting millions of hits on these videos. Showing up, man. I, I, there's people who, who, man. I, I, somebody put me on. There's people on YouTube, man, making money off advertisements, and they're recording themselves eat food. Blew my mind. I'm sitting there looking at the views. Like these, these they got thousands of views. Just sitting here eating food all loud on the microphone. It's crazy. There's there's stuff. There's so many people. I mean. I know uh, one of my clients who uh, has a glass blowing business. He, you know, he blows glass. He's actually he's, he's really bomb. His his son plays video games and is really good. And people watch his videos on YouTube and on his Twitch or something, and he gets paid off of pe- people watching him play video games. I told him man, and he did it though. They went he went bought him bought him a computer and stuff. It's crazy, man. The things you can do to me, and of course, you know, some of that stuff is niche, and it's not going to be a family business. I mean, your family business is going to be something, you know, uh, we're going to be all playing video games, video games for multiple generations and posting videos and get paid off the ads. I mean, that's kind of, you know, a little crazy. But I'm just trying to give, uh, you know, as many ideas as I possibly can. Like, there's so many different ways to get money right now. It's ridiculous. But family businesses are important. So number three, what's number three? I get to number three, I digress, right? Um, the third and final step of the three steps to start your business tomorrow is to walk into a bank and open a business bank account. So technically, the first two steps you already did. I mean, the first step once you incorporate on a state level, you, you started your business. Everything else is just procedures, I guess. You need an EIN for your company. You need a business bank account for your company. You got to walk in. And I'm going to tell you all it's true. You walk in and say, hi, can I, welcome to blah, blah, blah. Can we help you? I always got someone at the, at the front smiling all fake, all in your face. All in your face. And do that inside department stores, too. Y'all know what I'm talking about, man. Some of y'all laughing, talking about I'm stupid. I know. I play too much, too, sometimes. But I'm dead serious. I tell the truth. They all, you know, they all in your face, so. And like, you know, how can I help you and stuff? Like to tell them, hey, I like to speak with someone who's familiar with opening corporate accounts. So I like to open a company business account. That's all I gotta say. I would like to speak to someone who's familiar with opening corporate accounts. 
because I would like to open a company checking account. That's it. Don't say, say no more. I'm going to write this way. You know, they, they sit you down and ask you want some, some water, some, some of that dry coffee. You know, politely decline because, you know, it's good. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, ultimately, they're going to call you back and you bring the articles of organization. And if you print it off the EIN from online, you can hand them that. But if you didn't, it doesn't matter, man, because uh, you can just say it. So you can write it down. A lot of people don't understand this. They think, look, man, you can just tell them the EIN. If you, if you, if you look or sound fugazi, they might request for proof of the EIN, and then you got to give them the EIN paperwork. But you can just tell them. EIN. And they put it in their computer and it goes ping, it comes back as, you know, official or whatever. And it's, and it's cool. And then you got to do an open deposit and a lot of times, blah, 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 you know, make it there because of fees. And uh, one of the tricks to avoid fees is to open your uh, business checking account at a credit union. A lot of times they open uh, checking accounts and they don't charge monthly maintenance fees. Is what what they're being called these days, which is lame, in my opinion. To me, that's a negative interest rates on checking accounts. I said that to somebody. He's like, "Oh, I never thought about it like that." <laughs> I don't know, man. I just, I'd be cracking up how people people react. But um, yeah, you can you can open a business checking account at a credit union. Typically, they're not going to have any fees. Um, but, you know, if you can, you know, have certain uh, deposit amounts, you meet certain criteria, you know, I think it's like, what, $1,500 typically, or, you know, you do serve so many card swipes, debit card transactions in a month, they'll waive the fee. So, I, I mean, ask them. You know, if you had a commercial bank, might as well ask them. Um, especially if you do business and you travel, it's always good to walk into a branch of the bank that you know where your trust account or your business account is actually at. So even though you're not you know in your home area, your home state, you're still dealing with the you know actual national banking institution or maybe even international banking institution branch that you just walked into. But you know if you stay local, you do local business and stuff. Man, credit unions, you can't beat them. Most times you can't beat them. They can't fractionalize money like banks can either. That's why a lot of people like banks. That's why when that you know Wall Street thing happened over there, it was occupying Wall Street and there was the students was doing all that dance. Remember that dude sprayed the students in the face and stuff and that thing went viral. A lot of people, like millions of people went to credit unions. It was a big deal. But, you know, that's that definitely, you know, a little hack. A lot of times credit unions be out of, you know, they be out of out of the way. They're not necessarily convenient with regards to the locations. But, you know, especially if, you, you know, you're starting your company out and you're not going to have, you know, a bunch of money in your account. You want to, you know, avoid those fees. It might be worth it. It might be worth it, you know, doing your dance to the credit union. Now, this is in no way legal advice. I mean, because y'all know I don't do that. But, you know, 
then once you got, you know, a bank account open in the name of the corporation, that means you can do business in the company name. And ultimately what that means is you can offer a good or service and accept payment in the name of the corporation. Who do you make it the checkout to? Mm-hmm. Well, you make the checkout to, you know, this is my company, LLC. Can you spell that, please? You can deposit the check in the name of the company. I'm sorry, in the bank account for the company. And then expense or and distribute as such according to the operating agreement, certain corporate documents, corporate resolutions, um, executive contracts, employee contracts, so on and so forth. Will the will determine, you know, will determine how that works. So Oh no. A bank account being able to accept funds in a bank account is, you know, is the biggest deal, in my opinion. When you can do business as I mean, there's nothing really more official than, you know, writing a check in the name of a business. Or, you know, accepting a check in the name of the business. It's a, it's a really good feeling. It's one of those, you know, those small rewards. Those uh, little celebrations. Things of that nature. It's a good. Uh... Ooh, this thing froze up. I trust y'all can still hear me. Oh, man. So, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, you know, so it's important, it's important to, to understand. I was going to, I was going to tell y'all something, but then I'm having these, this blog talk issue right now. This thing, this whole thing just froze up. I can't even see the switchboard. Can't see anything. Confusing. I'm confused. Morning to low. Well, I might not be able to take any callers. But I'm pretty sure y'all can hear me. I feel like I already got text messages if y'all couldn't by now. So, you know, with that being said, um, <clears throat> man, where was I at? Because I was going to tell y'all something. Um,. What was I going to say? I guess whatever. It's fleeting. Thoughts are fleeting. But yeah, that's that's really the three steps, y'all. You know, once you, like I said, once you got a bank account, you can accept money in the name of you know, in the name of the company, do business in the name of the company. It's a big deal. So I think um, you know, oh man, this is terrible. Try this. Can I try? Oh, that's not gonna work. Man, where? Ah, <laughs> oh, this is too bad. 
Yeah, so I, I can't take no calls. I can't do nothing. I'm just going to keep, uh, you know, keep pushing. <laughs> but, man, I feel like, man, I'm really, I'm really disappointed because I, I was going to tell y'all it's going to be some, going to be a jewel. I got to give y'all a jewel anyways. <clears throat> so, um, so like I said, <laughs> doing business in the name of the company, doing business, you know, in the name of your LLC, establishing that business credit. All these things are very important. Um, like I said, if you don't have a corporate address, you don't have a corporate address set up quite yet, um, you can definitely – oh, man, look at this thing. Use your home address and then change it. You can amend it later. You just go to the Secretary of State website or you go to the Secretary of State itself and file an amendment to change it to the corporate address once you do get your hands on that. But, you know, until then, I mean, it, it's it's cool to use your home address. Don't let anyone, let anyone tell you different. Just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily start building business credit, you know, using the home address. This is terrible, horrible, terrible. Why don't we do this? Why don't we do this? We still got the countdown. I might just have to end the show. This is crazy. Wow. <clears throat> okay, that worked. All right. Hey. Sorry about that, y'all. So, <clears throat> you definitely want to have your um, operating agreement. And uh, here, here's here's the jewel I'll drop. You know, just for y'all sticking through, you know, um, through my technical difficulties with this blog talk dance. I will say that. The division of who, whom is responsible to accept or declare profits, distributed profits, or distributed losses with regards to the LLC is spelled out in the operating agreement. What am I saying? Um, Which partners or members, because it's not a partnership, which members? or member owners or member managers of the LLC <clears throat> is responsible for what percentage or portion of profits or losses of the LLC. This is spelled out in the operating agreement. If it's not spelled out in the operating agreement, statutorily, it goes to default. So if it's two managing members, it's split 50-50. If it's four, it's, it's split, you know, in, in quarters. Amongst all the managing members 
Um, so it's important. You can have two members or majority owners of an LLC or, you know, corporation, and those two different owners or members would hold possibly, let's say they hold equal membership interest in the LLC. I'm not giving legal advice. Get off. Equal membership interest in the LLC, but in the operating agreement, it can stipulate that the uh, a, a particular member is responsible for 100% of the income uh, that is, uh, you know, surplus profits. How about that? 100% of the profits that's I'm looking for of the LLC, even though it's you know split interest of the LLC between two members, the operating agreement can stipulate that 100% of the profits are to be reported by one member. Also, the operating agreement can stipulate that 100% of the losses are to be um, reported by one member, depending on how it's written out. If there's nothing in it, then what, what it does is it flips the statute. So, I don't know. Maybe that's a jewel. Also, 8832 is C Corp. 2553 is S Corp. These are forms. Form 8832. Form 22. I'm sorry. Form 2553. C Corp, S Corp, respectively. These are federal elections for, you know, a state entity because you're dealing with dual jurisdictions. So you got state jurisdiction, you got federal jurisdiction. Now, you got a state created entity. So, you know, you organize it at the Secretary of State. So that's the state. Uh, <clears throat> so, obviously, the state can say it's a corporation. But the feds is like, eh, we don't know. You didn't tell us. So, without an 8832 or 2553, you're not electing this state entity to be treated as such on the federal level. The feds or the federal, you know, the IRS, bottom line. And if you don't do that, the state, remember I said you can get a state EIN for your corporation? If you don't do that, um, then the feds, the IRS will disregard the entity as a corporation or a separate entity. And all of that income, um, profits, or, you know, losses must be reported on an individual return. So you're going to want to elect for your, you know, state entity to be treated as a, you know, corporation on the federal level as well. And from what I understand, without giving legal advice, because I don't, you know, those forms are the form 8832 and 2553. So do your research. What are the differences between C-Corps and S-Corps and different types of, you know, corporate structures? And what is the best for your specific situation? That is up to you. That is your responsibility. There's no 12 steps that I can give you to tell you how to do your dance. I can give you 12 steps on how I do my dance, but that's private. And subsequently, I don't release too much at least I, you know, I don't believe I do. 
People texting me during the show. Oh, they appreciate it, man. Man, so I can, you can hear it. Oh, man, text me questions during the show. Push one, and I'll bring you in during question and answer. By the way, we got four minutes left for the live broadcast. If you're listening live and you want to check out the rest of the show, you got to call in 424-222-5250. Otherwise, you will be cut off and you have to listen to the rest of the show by down, downloading the archive. I want to let you know that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, we uh, you know, we gonna stream a little bit. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go to the phone lines um, in a couple minutes. So yeah, if you got a question, man, who is that? That was Jay Joseph. You got a question, man? Just put you know, call in, man. Push one, man. And uh, D D, you got a question, man? Just call in, push one, man. I mean, it's it's. It's cool if you You might have a question That someone can't formulate And then You know You ask the question And someone's like Oh yeah that's, Yeah you might really help somebody Why you help yourself You know So If you can man I appreciate y'all ask You know Questions in the public Otherwise holler at me when, You know When I'm not doing a show <clears throat> But I'm gonna go to the phone lines In a minute so I was talking about the operating agreement, y'all. So the operating agreement is how the, you know, how the corporation operates. And, you know, then you have other contracts on how the corporate corporation interacts with individuals who act in a certain capacity on behalf of the corporation. To me, it's very simple. Um, is the operating agreement necessary? No, but if you don't have one, it's hard to substantiate a separate entity. One of the best things about a corporation is bankruptcy, <laughs> corporate bankruptcy, where it doesn't touch you individually. Like, you keep your house, you keep your cars, if you have boats, you keep them. It's, you know, everything that you have personally, you keep. It's just the corporation just went under. So you could have made millions of dollars in profits a year off that corporation, but first sign of trouble, well, I can't pay the bills, bankruptcy. And those millions of dollars that you made throughout those years, can't be touched if you operate the entity properly. You know, it's all about proper administration. I do, I do want to stress that. <clears throat> okay, we got some callers, so I'm gonna get to the phone lines, man. Let's, we about to start streaming too. We got 90 seconds left. <clears throat> Excuse me. I need some water real quick. Let me take, give me a second. Let me just water. Oh, all right. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, I'm good. I'm good. Nine two five one three zero six. You're gonna be first. Let's y'all jump in. You got some last minute. Callers, look at this. Wow, y'all like y'all like this show? Y'all like this topic? Three steps start your business tomorrow. Yeah, I mean it's an empowerment. You know, I like to empower y'all. 
you walk out of the Secretary of State feeling like a million bucks with those articles of organization. They stamp it with the seal on and stuff. You in business, man, feeling like money. Feeling like money. <clears throat> and um, it's a beautiful thing. It's what I say, you know, build, you know, build on the successes. You know, try to push out as much of the neg- negativity as you can. Try to push out as much as the As much of the, you know, the uh, defeatist mind state as you can, uh, you know, it's, it's important. It's, it's important to, you know, build on your successes. And the best way to build on successes is, make, is to make attempts. All right. All right. All right. All right. I've been talking about, I feel like I've been talking to myself. I know I haven't. I know y'all love me, man. I, I love, I love y'all. I can't. There's no way I can love y'all as much as I love y'all, and y'all can't love me back just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You can, so that nine two five thirteen zero six. Man, I need some company. Um, peace. What's your name? Where you calling from? Peace, peace. What's up, Brian in the Bay? How you doing, man? Oh, it's my guy from the Bay. Was good, man. I should have known with the nine two five. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, man. Uh, I was just thinking about what you were talking about, as far as uh, you know, people don't see how what they can do can be profitable. Um, I don't know if you knew there was a family that when it came to uh, uh, YouTube, they said the most uh, person that made the most money out of all the YouTube, you know, people at the uh, you know videos and stuff. It was a family that were having a child play with toys and open up toys, and they made a business for themselves. Literally, or having a kid, they'll buy toys and they will open them up, and people let their kids, I guess, watch this. And the family became the most, you know, like last year, they made the most money when it came to YouTube. Something that nobody probably even thought about, you know. And so I'm saying there's plenty of ways for people to do stuff. I've seen my cousins put their kids in front of the TV. I mean, I don't particularly like it, but they put it in front of YouTube and just let them look. You know, the kids' YouTube, and I'm seeing, like, people playing with Play-Doh and teaching kids colors, and I'm like, but I'm only seeing, you know, certain group of people. I don't see a lot of nominated people, so I'm like, if black people had, you know, people calling themselves black, they have kids or something, they could pretty much probably do this and make a, you know, make something like that and like how you talking about the whole people that do the Fortnite thing. So there's plenty of ways. I met a person that start um, making their own trail mix because I did that personally. And then they start literally making their own trail mix because people at their job liked it. And then the person quit doing that job. They told me. They said, I, I just make trail mix now. And I just put it in the package and people buy it because it's my person. You know, I make it myself. So, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. So that was pretty much all I had to say. And I just was trying to show support and, you know, keep doing what you're doing. And I'll be out here listening. Like I'm pretty sure a lot of other people will. All right, man. Yeah, definitely. Appreciate that, man. Definitely. There's uh, things you do, man. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. <clears throat> Y'all know that's my guy, Brian, man. You know what I mean? like he's been down for since day one but it's not as been real close man 
couple people, you know. Um, I don't want to name names, so I'm gonna forget somebody, man. Someone smart told me one time, don't say no names. But uh, yeah, man, appreciate you, Brian. Man. That's uh, very smart. Uh, there's a lot of things that can trend, you know. You can start a, a free Instagram account, and, you know, do you know certain types of posts to build momentum and start, you know, you know, selling specific types of products. Through what they got? What's the name of that thing called? It's a, uh, this website everybody's using to sell their stuff on, but I don't know. I'll think about it in a minute. Seven zero eight thirty six fifty six. Peace. Which name were you calling from? Peace. Oh, yeah, this brother Solomon out of the Midwest. Yeah, bro. I've been trying to contact you because I, I got some. Uh, I want to talk to you privately about that Chris L. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, is there any way I can? in contact with you. I sent an email to the admin uh, welcome foundation. I haven't heard anything. Uh, uh, yeah, man. So you, you trying to get a hold of Chris L or you, what's, what's good? Yeah, I was I was looking at that, you know, trying to uh, see what I can do on that situation. I want to talk to you privately, though. Okay, yeah. Um, you can email me or you can set up a consultation, but probably just probably email me. Admin at welcome to the foundation.com. What'd you say your name was again? Uh, look up, uh, it's coming down to Suleiman. Suleiman. Yeah, I sent you, I sent you about a couple of, maybe three days ago. Okay. All right, yeah, I'll check, I'll, I'll do it, I'll check it out. Okay, yeah. appreciate it, man. Yeah, no problem, man. That's it? All right. You good? Yeah, that's it. All right, man. That's it. I'm good. Appreciate it. Okay. No problem, man. Peace. Yeah, sometimes you got to, you know, sometimes I get a lot of emails, man. I, I can, you know, not, because I, I, I don't want to sound like I'm busy. I'm too busy. I'm I'm too big for my britches, you know, not even that. I just, you know, you get a lot of emails, and the admin at Welcome to the Foundation and there's a couple of the emails that come through I mean email addresses and stuff I'm not making excuses I'm, I'm going to search for you man I'm going to find you fam I got you 214-2375 peace what's your name where you calling from what's up Stout this is Tay I'm Tay from Plano oh uh, what's going on man what's going on not too much you are busy I am it's okay to be I busy am. that's good for business <clears throat> yup I am. I, uh, I, I stay busy. We got a shout out to the folks that really like, because I, I was one of the people I've been listening for a long time and haven't called in a whole bunch. But like, you just you you did what what you say as your dance tonight. And a lot of people really oh. didn't pick up on it, and they're not gonna go back and listen to it five times, seven times, like they need to. But I, I heard what you were saying. It's white man can't jump. Like you hear Jimmy, but you're not listening. Or maybe I messed that up. Maybe I got it backwards. Yeah. Oh, you know. What's that? What's that? You can't see the forest through the trees, or can't see the trees through the forest, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, bunch of cliches, but like you did it, and I feel like I picked up quite a bit tonight, and I appreciate you. Oh man, uh, I definitely appreciate you, man. Contribute. Uh, first, I want to shout out to Brian from the back. 
because, like you said, he's he been very consistent about calling in and all that and sharing himself a lot with us. And I feel like he's family, even though me and him never really talked or slap hands or anything. But, like, appreciate you, Brian, from the back. <laughs> yep, Brian from the Bay, that's family right there. That's my brother, man. Uh, right. hey. uh, one of the things I want to talk to you about tonight, though, because uh, we were talking about the three things with the business, and you touched on it in a previous podcast, and so I know I'm a little bit more savvy. But uh, you had talked about being able to uh, establish uh, Dun & Bradstreet before that, that joint ends. <coughs> Remember oh. that? Yeah. There's a couple ways that you can do that. Would you mind retouching on that? Like, I'm not trying to put the family business out there, but if, if you can, I feel like that's something that a lot of listeners might be able to benefit from, especially if they <laughs> You said how to establish a Donut Brass Street number? Correct. Like, if you want me to say it, I'll say it, but I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, <clears throat> come and do your. Oh, um. What is it? Is, is, I think it's I update. I mean, you can get a Dun and Brad Street number. You go to Dun and Brad Street. Yep, for free. You can sign up for free. Go to look. I'm gonna pull it up right now. Let me see. Oh. Right here. Right here. So, yeah, the Dunn's number is free. Um, DNB. That's, that's what it is. Yeah. It's um, www.d as in Daniel, n as in Nancy, b as in Barry.com. You can even put it in the Google um, website search engine and put in dnv.com. It'll come up. And then there's a spot that says get a Duns number right there. Or you can just go to dmb.com and find that. Um, it says get a Duns number, right? So what you got to do is, if I remember correctly, you got to put in the name of the business first. Um, and then, like, they do a search or something like that. And if the business is in there, then you can put it in there. And then there's another way. Um, if you go to the spot on the website that says get the get a Dunn's number, they're gonna tell you what the you know the first thing they ask is um, what the primary reason for uh, the Dunn's number registration, and um, you know, uh, I'm saying you, know, you can you can you can be yeah hey, hey, go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna say it either. Like, I'm oh, talking about real, real name right now. He's just, I'm not gonna say either. Yo, I'm saying though, no, like, look. All right, all right. Okay, all right, so, so, no, no, so, okay, cool. No, I got it. No, go ahead though. Go ahead. Okay, fine. Go ahead. <laughs> what? <laughs> all right. So the process that I was talking about earlier, saying something like you could go and get your EINs and all that and then register and then apply for some business credit from some, like, low-end, tier one kind of place. Yeah. And that automatically puts you in their system, and then you just go claim your, your DUMS number as opposed to having to pay for it. Well, yeah, I mean, you could do that, but look, I don't really like that method because then you dealing with the um, vendor, and then they're going to report, like, let's, what if they put in 
the information wrong or something. So now you got a Dunn's um, profile that may have the wrong suite number or the wrong um, zip code that doesn't match the Secretary of State or something like that, and then you're going to have a problem. And then you know how Dunn's is. They always want to charge you $750 for some sort of stupid credit builder or something like that whenever you try to talk to them. But you are right. You can, yeah, that's absolutely correct. Um, I just like, me personally, I just like having control all the way through. So I'd be like, um, it asks you what the primary reason is for getting a Dunn's number. And, um, you know, I think primary, I think that's a little misleading. Bottom line is, you know, I don't, I don't see why you wouldn't want to go into business and at least bid on government contracts. You know what I'm saying? Like, why not? Because, you know, government contracts, they pay pretty well. And whether or not you get the bid or not, whether or not you get the bid or not, you need a Dunn's number to bid on government contracts. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, from what I understand, if I remember correctly, you know, if you're bidding on government contracts or, you know, if that's the primary reason why you get a Dunn's number, I'm pretty sure you get it pretty quick. You get it like 72 hours or something. You get it pretty, pretty soon. And in all other situations, you got to wait like 30 days or 60 days or something like that. So I don't know. I mean, you know, hey, I don't know what I'm talking about so half the time. So <laughs> I'm not going to you know 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 so, know what you're talking about. But like, yeah, that was an accidental another jewel for anybody that might be listening to the archive. Like, rewind that and play that again five times. Sometimes. I mean, I mean, you know, hey, I mean, I don't know. You know, I don't. All I know is, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything. Everybody. Y'all are all set over there. Like, I've, been, I've been listening for a while. I'm paying attention to going back and reading. That's the other thing I wanted to bring up, and then I'm going to get off the phone. And I got back in your Legacy series. Okay. And uh, you, were talk, you were talking about the congressional record, and it was uh, some, some education, some self-education, some private education about the uh, 14th Amendment kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go ahead and brag on my uh, direct ancestors a little bit. They thought well enough of, of me to have me in Texas, and there's a whole different operating set of rules. But that that's some stuff that people really need to go look into, like not only the, air quotes, federal constitution, but their, their state constitutions. And you sit down and read that and go get your dictionary because a lot of the, st- the words that are in there that you think that you know, you really don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I had a very, very nice public education, one of the finest you can find in the nation. And then I found out, you know, after I got a little bit deeper into this, that I didn't know half of what I thought I knew. Uh-huh. And once you once you go back and you learn enough to know that you don't know anything that you thought you knew and go back and relearn some stuff, like, it gets crazy. Yep. It gets really crazy. Starts, starts looking weird. Start looking around at you. <laughs> start looking around all slow and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and then you go up to the post office and they start talking to me crazy. Like, wait, no, that's not what this says. I can read. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I mean. Oh, yeah. And I, I appreciate did, it. I did. I did go down there and do that. They took it. Okay, so we got a whole other conversation to have in the private now? Yeah. 
So I'm looking forward to that. But, like, I just want to let you know that I appreciate you and what you do, and I appreciate the ancestors and what they did to put you in a position. And I know that you never like to take credit for it because you say I'm a, I'm a paraphrase your metaphor, but, like, you stand on the shoulders of giants, which you do and we all do once we get to give credit, you know, going backwards instead of trying to thump our own chest. But, like, it, it, it took somebody listening to somebody that I feel like, you know, is more or less talking to me as opposed to talking at me. And, like, you're, you're definitely doing your dance on that one, and I appreciate it. Like, everything that you've been doing, and shout out to you, Sabelle, because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have got to you. And I don't know how you feel. Can can I shout out to the dude from your previous alliance, or should I just shut that down? But shout out to him, too, either way. Man, cool. shout out to cool. You can shout out. Say, say what you got to say, man. Yeah, there's a... The, the guy from the vault. Man, if you man, if you, yo look, say you can say his name if you want to say the brother's name, man. It's if it's a part of your journey, man. Only I ain't gonna well, grow. Well, I mean, I just feel, I just feel like everybody that's been a part of your your particular site that I got on has not done. Oh, you talking about you talking about, you talking about Sharif Ali? Okay, yeah, Sharif. Sharif. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Christian, man, Christian Turner. Yeah, I, yeah I, bro, I talked bro, to him. Bro. I talked to him a couple of days ago. I got a call and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's, he's doing some different things, and I, I understand, you know, why things got a little bit different, but, like, you know, I, I still feel like he's doing good work over there. And, again, like, all of this high frequency to me, and y'all y'all boys are really doing y'all's dance, and it really it took a, a lot of time because I got, I feel like, Christmas gift, a uh, freezer bag full of puzzle pieces, and I didn't get the outside box. On what the picture is supposed to look like. <laughs> so I'm trying, to, I'm trying to kind of piece it together, so I gotta go here and there. But like, I appreciate everybody, and like, you know, again, like, I'm glad you're doing what you're doing. I appreciate him doing what he did, and like, again, shout out to you, Spell, for doing what he did. Because if it wasn't for him, then like, none of this would be reality for me personally. I can say that. Yeah, definitely, absolutely, man. You know it ain't me, man. <clears throat> it's the ancestors, the creator. It's a big it brother, is, but it's not just it's a community. Exactly. You know, it's, it's, it's a whole, it's a whole another dance, and I'm just playing my part, man. Just following directions, following directions. Right. I'm executing, I'm executing the contract. I appreciate you, though, man. Yeah, and if uh, Daryl's on the line, shout out to Daryl, and if Sylvester's on the line, shout out to them too, because I know they've been in there from from day one too. Peace. <clears throat> Appreciate it, man. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for calling in. That was a brother D. I know the brother in the private man. He's a really good dude. Really good. Really good brother, man. I mean, I meet so many good people. Just you know, just trying to you know teach people how to get structured properly, man. Because you know, I feel like if you're thinking about structure and you're trying to you know, you know, set your stuff up, not even for yourself, but just for you know, multiple generations, you're a good person, you're a good man, you're a good woman, whatever gender, you know, okay, maybe, I, you know, hey, you know, whatever, though, I respect everything, but, you know, you're a good person, how about that, and, um, you know, I, I'm honored to meet, you know, such good people, not, not everybody does the right thing all the time but everybody I meet I know that they have good intentions in their heart and that means a lot to me 
Right. It really does. You know, because um, we all out here just trying to figure it out, man. Trying, trying to do our best. Um, you know, trying to make somebody proud, and you know, trying to make some sort of difference in, in matter. In some way, man, we just, man, I, you know, we just want to matter, man. Don't you just want to matter to somebody? Some somehow, you know, just. Yeah, man. Like fundamentally, think about it. Let's, let's be real. Like, man, all this fake stuff. Man, you get back to the real, you start feeling good about it. You, man, you start having good days and good weeks and stuff because you're dealing with reality, man. Telling the truth to yourself, having honest, honest conversations with yourself and your friends and your family members that look at you crazy. Like, for real? Do you really? Did you really just ask me that question? You really want to know about yourself? And you gotta you gotta coax them. A lot of people ain't gonna tell you right away. Like, hey, what do you think? Like, hold on, man, what? You gotta you know coax somebody. They show like for real. Tell me what you. And you gotta be prepared to take it. And you know start moving for change, man. But like this stuff is beautiful. Stuff gets beautiful when you get real. Seven one seven nine one eight five. Seven one seven nine one eight five. Peace. Hey, peace. So um yeah, wasn't trying to be. Selfish. I just didn't know if y'all were gonna um if the if the phone lines were gonna open up. So, um, but I did have a question. I wanted to know whether you can exchange um a personal bank account into a trust or not. I mean, you do a cashier's check, and that that money, like, and then not legal advice. What I would do is I would close. The personal account, and with with the the funds that were in the account when I closed it, have them issue a cashier's check, and then yes, that cashier's check I would exchange into the trust. Okay, but you can't keep the account open and like have it be owned by the or or managed by the trust or controlled no. by the trust. No, I'm not doing that. No, there's no way. That's to me. That's commingling. That looks too close to self-dealing. No, I'm gonna close the account and then do it. You know, do a cashier's check and exchange that. Or like, if I can want to continue to use the account on an individual basis, I will just issue a cashier check. Have a cashier check issued for an exchange into the trust, and then continue okay. on doing normal business with the individual account. But as far as like signing into the trust, no, nope. But that's okay. not to say about a, a like a credit card, something different. So some some sort of line of credit. You can I, I can see a contract assignment, something like that, holding up. You know, something that the the trust would be um, hard pressed to get without some sort of personal guarantee. I can see that substantiated Sort of credit card A lot of credit a Checking account A trust can get a checking account Very easily So I don't see that substantiated Well we you know Why If the trust can get a checking account Why would why would the trust need to Manage up Some Trustee's personal account You know what I'm saying that, That's That's how I'm thinking about it You know I poke holes in it If I can poke holes in it I'm gonna try to think about it Okay so, But you're saying that The, the trust could potentially uh, use a, a individual's credit card, though. Yeah, I mean, look, if you could, if I could substantiate that, um, it would be um, immensely prohibitive for the trust on its own to obtain the same thing 
um, through a contractual assignment and proper substantiation henceforth, forthwith, then yeah, I could credit card or some sort of line of credit that would be prohibitive for a trust to obtain. I can see that. Yes. But then, okay. like I said, substantiated, properly administered after assignment, only used for trust purposes. Hands down. Point blanket period. Okay. But, that, but that's just me, not legal advice. I'm not an attorney. I'm not giving you advice. I'm not giving you legal advice. I, I This is for educational, informational purposes only. Bob. What did I say? Right. All right. Uh, thank you. All right. Appreciate you, family. All right. And that was a good question. I like that, too. Guy Jay, I don't know if he wants his name. I'm just gonna say Jay. I like Jay. Jay thinks he's a thinker. He has good questions. Shout out to Jay. What we got here? Nine two nine forty fifty six. Nine two nine forty fifty six. Peace. Which name we calling? From? Peace, my brother. This is Sissy. That peace, kings and queens. My brother, they needed that tonight, but I need to holler at the community. Communities, you have to know what works for you. When I say that, I need you all to understand, yes, maybe you are working at 9 to 5 or whatever, and you don't have enough money so you don't think. But the thing about it is sometimes you got to sacrifice to get to what you want. And I keep telling all y'all kings and queens to invest in your private education. It's a whole different mindset and you all got to get out of that mindset of being commercialized slaves making wealth for other families you got to get into that mindset that you got to do it for yourself you got to get out of that mindset about not trying to keep up with the Joneses but trying to be the Jones see the thing about it is We're not going to be around forever, but our generations are. You got to start preparing yourself to prepare for those that's coming after us. See, we are royal people because we didn't actively and progressively pursue what we already had. We lost it. We fell from grace. Now we trying to play catch up. It's no longer time to play catch-up. Invest in your private education. Trust me, you cannot get with a better gentleman than my brother sold out. And I'm, I'm not doing an advertisement. I go by character. And I always tell people, your character means much. When you don't have character, I can't trust you. When you are a liar, I can't trust you. And I always tell people, when you lie, you steal, eventually you'll kill. The man said, seeker of truth, seeker of truth. He tells you exactly how it is. If you don't like the truth, then you keep playing with the clowns out there that's taking everything from you, and you can't get the phone calls back, or they won't answer the emails back, or they keep changing out their numbers, or they keep ducking you. And they're going to tell you, oh, I'm busy, I'm busy. Some are busy. Not all are busy. 
Because the thing about it is when you're getting the right education from the right people, from the right brothers and sisters, they're not going to let you get stuck because that their reputation is riding on that. And I always tell people, all you got is your word and your reputation. Be honorable, kings and queens. If you set up any arrangements, honor your arrangements because the atmosphere, the ancestors, the creators, the, the stratosphere, it's going to get you back. What you put out negative is what you are going to attract back, back negative. What you put out positive is definitely going to come back. Now, all the nuggets you all got tonight, I'm quite sure if you go on some people's website, they want to charge you an arm and a leg. The brother's giving it to you for free. You better utilize it. Run this podcast back. Make this at the top of your list. Keep it as a classic. And if you want to do even better, invest in your private education. My brother, you keep doing the good work because your, your reward is coming. The kings and queens that's coming, they're going to remember. When they're all set up and their generations are set up, they're going to remember. And when you all get over the wall, reach back and help the next king and queen. Peace communities. Peace kings and queens. Peace my brother. Keep doing the good work. Appreciate you sister. Peace. Definitely peace to you. Honor every time you grace us with your presence. Um, I missed like you said. I thought we had another the caller. But you know, blog talk is difficult. And it is. Oh, okay. 718 8092. Yeah, I think that was it. 718 8092. Peace. Hey, peace, OL. How you doing? I'm doing well, Daryl. What's up, man? Hey, uh, you hear the brother shout you out? You said peace to you? Um, yes, I heard, um, I heard him shout me out. I want to shout out everybody else. Um, you one of the OGs. What's going on, man? How you doing, man? How you feeling? I'm okay. Um, you know, I, I'm like pounding the pavement. You know, um, I haven't did it in a good while. You know, but that's what I do now: pound the pavement. You know, I do it block by block. Um, but um, from there, like, so like, um, Teron L. Does he do business credit, or he only do the personal? Um, you know, like when somebody wanna like. Get a loan, you know, with that um, lender's pocket. Uh, he does lender's pocket. He's working on. He's working with another company that does business credit. So, to, yes, the answer to your question is yes. Okay, cause um, yeah. So, how you doing otherwise? I'm doing well. I, I'm trying to get Teron to come back on the show. The brother's busy. Man. I'm trying to get him to come okay. back on. He said he's gonna come back on. But he, I know the brother, like, when he commits, he wants to be able to follow through. But I feel like because he hasn't committed, because he doesn't have a solid, you know, um, schedule or something. But he's going to come, like, on pretty soon and, uh, you know, holler at the foundation. Well, maybe. He's making um, moves. 
Well, maybe like um, he can't come on a Wednesday. Maybe you can do a special show on a different day. I don't think it's a day. I think it's just more of what he's got going on in his life right now at this moment. He just, he's really, he's slammed. He's slammed right now. I know he okay. is. I just, saw, I just talked to him earlier or something. And every time I, he's always on the other phone or, you know, the man, he's really busy, which is good. But, he, you know, he's handling his business. He's doing his dance. Well, I just hope he don't have a bad withdrawal once he like take a break. Nah, I think he's. I think I think he might not want to come back from the break. I feel like the brother said, you know, he's really working hard to set himself and his people's up, like I am, you know. Okay. Just... Okay. okay, that's good. Yeah, hopefully, um, I'd be glad when y'all can relax. We all can relax, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know. I don't know, man. I'm always gonna be doing something. I feel like uh, I'm all, I'm always people. be doing something too. I'm gonna be chilling um, <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the future. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. I like. I'm gonna be chilling. That's what's up. Everything else good, yeah, man? Everything good. Everything is everything is good, you know, like that. You know how I do with that, you know. I catch up with you sooner or later. Yeah. No, I appreciate it, man. I definitely do. Man. Yeah. What, what what happened? If I ever like sometime I'll be in my own zone. So you know, um, if like um, it's just that you know, it's just like I be in my own zone. So it's like um, it's like you know, a million people around me, but I be in my own zone. So sometimes they have to like you know snap me out of it, you know. Yeah, so um, that's how like um, I'm concentrating on some of the things I'm doing right now. So some people might have to say, "Hey, like, hey, you know, like he's like focused like that." So I may walk right by you and and, and be in another in a zone and don't even see that, you know, because um, I wasn't expecting it. Um, I wasn't expecting to see you. So it's like that a lot of times nowadays. And not that I'm ignoring people. It's just a lot of times I don't expect to see them. So that's why I don't see them. You know, I didn't expect them to, you know, for them to be on that block or, you know, be in New York. So a lot of times people are like, hey, you know, like, yeah, you walk right by me. I said, well, man, I didn't think you was going to be in the neighborhood. You know, I didn't see you. That, so, um, you know, so that's where I'm at right now. I'm in the zone like that, you know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, well, you know, stay focused, man. Keep moving. Do your dance. Oh, definitely. Dance. That, you know. Hey, listen, um, I'm going to let you take a next call if you got one. Peace and love to everybody out there. And I'll talk to you soon, so. I appreciate you, man. Thank you, man. Thanks Thanks for calling in. You're welcome. I appreciate the love, y'all. I really love y'all, man. Um, I'll definitely do this for y'all, you know. uh, Y'all know my story, man. I got tired of doing business with people that did not look like me. And being like the token Negro and people telling me, oh, you're different. You're not like... You know, other people like we mean other people. Mm-hmm. Just and then you know, playing this whole Hollywood game where they retract, they, but they didn't even say anything. They didn't outright say anything. It was just an insinuation that I picked up on. And if I try to say anything, then I'm being aggressive. It's, it's this whole game. I hated. I hated the game. I really did. Um, so you know, I just you know, I want to do business with my people, people who look like me. Um, I don't want to be the token Negro. Uh, you know, uh, I don't like that stuff. I don't like to, to stand out. I like to be with my people. 
we all hanging out, barbecuing, talking mess, you know, uh, playing a dozen and stuff, talking about people's mamas, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter, you know, just having a good time. I'd rather do that than be, you know, all eyes on me and having to perform and stuff. I mean, I can. I can do that. And, you know, a lot of times it's nothing. But my whole point is to help people get to the level where I'm at and beyond. And, you know, I trust that I'm doing that. I really do because that's my true intention. My true intention is to educate. It's not to make money. It's not to make friends. It's not to, you know, find business deals. It's not to find new customers. None of that stuff. My, my true intention is to educate and to uplift, to change lives, to, to help people change their economic condition. It's very important because it's, it's, I almost said it's so easy. It's not necessarily easy to change your economic condition. It becomes easy once you change how you think and the things that you think about and the way you think about money and finance and, you know, what's valuable and what isn't, so on. It, you know, it becomes easy. And if I can show y'all how easy this stuff is, I really feel like more of us would make attempts. And if I can show y'all how it's deliberately hidden and that you're not stupid, you're not slow, you don't have a learning disability, there's nothing wrong with you. This stuff is deliberately hidden, and that's why you don't get it. I feel like it'll be easier for you to pick up, and that's my true intention. So I really appreciate the love. You know, I, I truly feel like those of you who can feel my energy know where I'm coming from, and that that really makes me feel good. You, you know, it does, and that's that's really all I need. You know, it's not me. And I know who it is. It's the creators, the ancestors. It's the, you know, the DNA that's running through my veins. Plus, you know, uh, maybe it's, you know, maybe a path that I chose. But to me, it's no choice. There is no choice. I didn't really have any other choice to do really anything else. Because to me, success is minuscule when it comes to significance. And, you know, only real good educators are significant. And if I can't help you learn, then hopefully I've had something, you know, some sort of significance in your life. And not to be, you know, anybody. And you don't even have to repeat my name. I'm not into that. But as long as you can um, institute some of the principles that I'm attempting to pass now, that's all I ask for. So with that being said, <clears throat> I do want to wrap up by saying, the stuff is changing. Um, we're really moving to a cashless society faster than you know really anyone thought. And um, maybe not my lifetime, but it's gonna happen. And it's one thing for you to get free. It's another thing for you to make sure that the free, the freedom is perpetual. In other words, that you get yourself free and make sure and ensure that your generations after you do not get re-enslaved. And I think a lot of people don't think about that. But it's very important. And a big part of that is starting your own business, which would become hopefully your family business. Another part of that is purchasing gold and silver because this stuff is changing. Gold and silver. Silver is pretty easy. I'm just going to say go to a pawn shop or a local gold and silver dealer. Where you can get a receipt, so if there's any problem, you know, you got some sort of claim. 
when it comes to silver, ounces of silver. Me personally, my, my, my major base of holdings of silver is in American Eagles. American Eagles. The only uh, coin designated numismatic by Congress. I don't care what nobody else says is numismatic. Congress says this is the only coin. American Eagle Gold and American Eagle Silver Coins are designated numismatic. If you can't afford uh, gold, easiest way, in my opinion, to afford gold is in small amounts. The best and one of the most private ways to purchase gold is through carrot bars. I'm not trying to sell you something, just trying to inform you. If you're interested and you want to learn more about carrot bars, um, email me, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. No, no pressure. Just information. With that being said, I trust that y'all have a great enjoyable week you know and I trust that you know at least if at the very least you know checking out the foundation on a weekly basis is helping you to change the way you think and in the way the way that you think is changing your lifestyle begins to change afterwards um, first the first principle is mentalism everything is mental everything is a thought before it becomes a physical manifestation. I thought about moving my finger before I actually moved my finger. It may sound redundant, but it's very true. So if we can change your mind and change the way you think, we can definitely change your life. And that's what the foundation is really attempting to do. Change the foundational understanding and concepts of what you think is structures and banking and what money is and how to make money and what it is, blah, blah, blah. So with that being said, y'all enjoy yourself. I love you. Admin at welcome to the foundation.com. If you have any questions, if you want to inquire with regards to trustee training, or if you're interested in care bars, if you, you know you just want to say what's up, hit me up. Admin at welcome to the foundation.com. Welcome to the foundation.com. Grab all your goodies. PDF section is free. Um, find the social media profiles. Once again, you can make a donation, you can book a consultation. All from welcome to the foundation.com. And, uh, you know, I'll catch y'all next week. I appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Peace to the gods. Welcome to the same all the way live. High frequency radio.